1: Hey everyone, welcome to our year-end edition of Group Text and Behind the Velvet Rope. David Yantef, you have made this year so much fun for me.
0: I mean, well, you're making this moment so much fun for me with this headband that says 2024 on it for everyone watching us on YouTube. I am just, I'm jealous, Melissa.
1: You know, between the the 2024 hat, the sparkly sweater, and me getting to go to BravoCon while you were too busy being fancy in Europe at a wedding, you've had a lot, you're having a lot of pain.
0: I mean, listen, I'm still, I, BravoCon is still a sore subject. I wish I was there. I'm, next year, don't think just because you had so much fun with Dax and he's in the hurt at media. I already know what you, how it works. No, no, no. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's, Dax can come too, but don't think i've been replaced.
1: No, you will never be replaced in my heart. Thank you. Okay. Huge huge stories of the year. The year that was 2023. Um okay. Probably i don't know what was the biggest bravo story of the year. You had Tom and Raquel, Kylie and Maurizio and Morgan. We had a Full on New York City Housewives, um, a
0: Reboat. complete
1: reboot, easy for you to say. And then if that wasn't enough, we had major below-deck scandals. So where do we want to start? What do you think was the biggest story?
0: Well, I think the biggest story, I think, clearly was the scandal. It's not my biggest shocker. Like, I still will stand by. I am not shocked that two people that lived together for nine years that weren't married and one is 40 years old and lives in L.A. and is in a rock band and wears nail polish and the other and one wants children and one doesn't. I'm not shocked that this is over. This ended in disaster. But I think it is still the biggest story of the year.
1: It was so big. It was making like, was it the Wall Street Journal? Oh, it was the New York Times. I mean, it literally became sort of a whole story about reality shows and pop culture and the power of those stories. I mean, okay, so Tom and Rick this was Vanderpump Rules. What was so shocking was that the production company and Bravo did not know this was happening And when it broke, they had to go cameras back up.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of a trend now. They've done that like at least twice in the Bravo world since with cameras back up. So maybe I think that kind of changed things.
1: I think at the time you said that this gave uh, Vanderpump Rules a new lease on life. Do you still feel that way?
0: Yeah, I do because we just saw the trailer for season eleven, and you know it's kind of like the aftermath. Tom says he had a bad season. Raquel isn't there, but like they're all still just riding this wave. And you know what it is? Like it happened season ten. So, and they also almost lost the show, I believe. So they they know what they're doing. So it's like you have a bunch of people that kind of saw the end. And, you know, there's nothing worse than a reality star when the, the cameras go down. Right. So I think they realize it, too. And they're all kind of playing it up. And I think it just it's like a beautiful storm, so to speak.
1: I What I still find amazing with the hundreds of hours that uh, of tape these these shows shoot. How did nobody catch on to this?
0: That's what you said at the time. And I mean, I think that's like the bigger story. It's like, you know, even in the trailer for next season, we're looking and we're seeing this one kiss that one. And we're like, what is true and what is not true? You know, it's like, that's really the story, right? Like, why is the real story of what happened? Why wasn't that captured? And this had to happen to kind of uncover it. So how real is reality TV, really?
1: But still, I mean, and and coming from both sides of it, that is... Staggering. And speaking of riding a wave, everybody is coming out of this, which is fascinating to me, pretty much okay. Uh, Ariana, Dancing with the Stars, and now cast as uh, Roxy Hart in Chicago, but they love stunt casting.
0: They do. They,
1: they, you've got Raquel, who I was informed at the dinner that I got to go with, uh, with, with um, Bethany, is no longer Raquel, she's Rachel. And you said she's launching a podcast with Bethany. And yeah. Tom was selling out venues with his band. Didn't you go to see him?
0: I went twice. I okay, went in- that,
1: That's By the way, that's something between you and your therapist.
0: It is something between me and my therapist. In my defense, we all know I'm between New York and LA. And I went in New York and then I was in LA. And I have a friend who basically was on bended knees and said- Please, 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 please let's go. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go again. I mean, she, One, she, she never went. So, I mean, I kind of did her a solid.
1: There you go. So, what I found fascinating at BravoCon, they don't, the, the fans aren't treating Tom like a bad guy. They were excited to see him. They were buying merch. I mean, you would have thought he would have gotten, like, booed and hissed out of the place
0: that's my thing about celebrity, right? They are going to be on the internet. They're going to be trolls. But when you're right there, they all wanted a picture with Tom, didn't they? Yeah. They all wanted yeah. the Tom Tom shirt, the Tom, you know, so it's uh, that, Yeah. So, look, I think he's I think people are starting to get over it. Like, I think, you know, there's plenty of people that still hate Tom Sandoval. But I just think by the look, it's kind of like, you know how it is as a reality TV producer, or a TV producer, like you're not going to fire Tom. So the only way to keep him is to start the favorable narrative right like we love to hate certain people but when you hate to hate people that's when it's over so i mean producers don't want him hated they want him they want you to love to hate him so i think he's going to get that soft edit and they're slowly going to start by the end of the season people are going to start to come around
1: and who's going to become the new villain
0: well, that's a really good question. I mean, in the trailer, you have Lala screaming that, you know, she says she never saw someone get cheated on before and become God. And she was referring to Ariana. Now she has since spoken out that she didn't mean that. And she supports Ariana, but I don't know. I mean, this is, I mean, Ariana said she made over $2 million because of this whole scandal so far. And right. She's headed to Broadway. I think there's only so much you could sit around and just watch someone that's on the same show as you get so much that before you start saying, like, where's mine? Even though they're all doing well. I don't know. Maybe Lala. Katie's Isn't always it. a good villain.
1: Yeah. Um, again, another sex scandal. It this whole year with Bravo has been a lot of sex scandals.
0: There's a if lot. You really?
1: Uh Kyle Maurizio and Morgan Wade. Wow. Did I don't think anyone saw that coming. I'm not sure if Maurizio and Kyle even saw it coming.
0: I mean, did you ever know the name Morgan Wade before this? I mean, I'm sure country music fans did, but not most of us, right?
1: No, I don't even know how big she was in the country world. I mean, she certainly wasn't A-list. Right. And now suddenly, everybody knows her name
0: not a bad year for morgan wade i don't care how you slice it right
1: right so again bravo had to go cameras back up with another scandal and this wasn't even a scandal this was more of like a who done it
0: who done it i mean she's on the show like she's been on the show we had the scene with her and kyle she calls kyle kyle picks up you see her face on the other end of the phone I am just... This one still... I told you last night when we were talking, this one still confuses me. I still am just so confused. Like, she she was at... Now, Kathy says Kathy met her, and Kathy says she loves her. So I think at this point, sure, Kathy would invite her to the Christmas party, but she was at Kathy's Christmas party with what looked to be Kyle. Like, I imagine they went together. That's, that's the weird part. We're not filming a show now. Why are you bringing this person to Kathy's Christmas party? Seems like... That's I mean, you're that right. good of friends.
1: First of all, you and I are
0: good friends. They, we don't go everywhere together. They,
1: they know the pictures are going to get picked up. So technically it is still the show. Let's be honest.
0: Correct.
1: If you want privacy, you don't post.
0: Kathy's Christmas party was sponsored by DirecTV. And I mean, if you saw the list of Bravo celebrities that were there, I'm like, okay, this person has no clue of who. I mean, Kathy knows. Yeah. They all know who Kathy is. But you're like, Kathy doesn't know who this one is. That one is. There were people from Southern Charm there. I'm like, Kathy doesn't know any of these people.
1: Oh, hell no. She doesn't. But so the original story was, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Morgan was Kyle's sober buddy. That you know, was what, out there, I, yeah. Right. And sometimes that they, they some you have a sponsor, and very often people find and reach out to some people who are sober, and they become accountable to each other, not just to their sponsor. And they're thought of as a sober buddy. And there are actually people called sober coaches that travel with people and celebrities and musicians on the road to help them. But so... She, Everyone kept saying that Morgan was Kyle's sober buddy. And that's why they were always together.
0: They did. And I mean, like Kyle is like, she's not sober. She's not drinking. She feels great not drinking. She's given up drinking. But she hasn't like gone through a program where she has a real addiction problem. I mean, there's right, like she's not an, an AA. Not that I've heard. No, not that she I've just heard. decided like she feels good not drinking. Well, guess what? When I don't drink, I feel great the next day too. Like, okay. So
1: calling her a sober buddy is kind of a misnomer. I think so. In what it means within that industry.
0: Yeah, like Kyle, for all I know, can have a drink and then be hungover and have a bad day and then say, well, that was dumb. I'm going to not drink now for another six months.
1: That's what people people that,
0: yeah, I mean, I do that all the time.
1: Well, people, you know, we're coming on to sober January. Um, Okay, Morgan's new song. You and I talked about that. I haven't heard it. You said it does everything but say the word, Kyle.
0: It references, you know, it references like the bling bling, you know, my friend from Beverly Hills and bling bling housewife. And it talks about like hanging out at Chateau Marmont with her. I mean, now Morgan has since done an interview where she's like, oh, I've never been to Chateau Marmont. It's just it's just a song. Well, but
1: first of all, you say Chateau Marmont and everybody knows where it is and what it is. So just because you haven't been there doesn't mean you don't have to reference it. You don't know what it is and you can't reference it.
0: We all get a picture of like you're in some bungalow there in the dark with Kyle. And, you know, it's kind of like an A-list crowd there. So, yeah, I mean, like certainly if you live in L.A., you know what Chateau Marlon is.
1: Do you think that's her way of. Here's what I wonder. How long is Morgan going to be willing to play this game of cat and mouse before she's like, okay, we're coming clean? You know, because that that happens. That happens a lot.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if there's really nothing going on, like eventually, doesn't she want to date somebody else? I mean, doesn't Kyle like eventually, yeah. like the real world is going to set in? Like, aren't you going to meet somebody that you actually are going to be seen with somewhere?
1: Yeah, and and it's all very confusing, especially because Kyle and Maurizio were. Posting or the picture from all of them and Aspen together. Like it's all, but then you find out Morgan was now, it's also confusing, but it's making us watch. So now Mauricio was on Dancing with the Stars, and suddenly there were photos of him looking cozy with his partner. And then you just sent me a photo of him looking cozy with some social media influencer. Do we think it's just so hard to believe what's
0: real? It's so hard to believe what's real because no, we really don't see much, right? Like there's really no picture. There's no video of Mauricio making out with any of these people. There's no video with like Kyle's making out with Morgan. So it's all just like a little touch here, like a little hand graze there. So, I mean, really, I'm confused because I'm like, you like, what do you have to gain from the publicity? Like you have it now, like it's already a thing. I mean, I guess. Look, it got Mauricio on Dancing with the Stars. It certainly helped. It got Morgan is touring with Alanis Morissette and Joan Jett now. She's opening for both of them. That's a pretty good gig for her.
1: That's a huge gig,
0: right? Huge gig, yes. Because I still can't really tell you anything about her music. Like, do I like Joan Jett? Sure. Do I like Alanis Morissette? I might go to that concert. I'll sit there. I'll say like, wow, this girl's really good. She's gonna it's she's gonna sell stuff from that. So I don't. It's not like Kyle's i don't understand because kyle's position was not in jeopardy it's not in jeopardy on the show it never mm. was i mean she's like the lead of the show according to andy like they're not going to get rid of her so i just don't understand if it's all publicity you didn't really need this i mean i know it's hollywood in la and you, we all need it i guess like that's just how it works but i mean we all knew who kyle was like she was thriving in the public eye before this no
1: Yeah, I, I think so, but it's, um, you know, it, it, I hate not knowing if it's real, you know, and I haven't seen anything, you know, whoever is the newly single guy is always the one that they say is having an affair with their partner on dancing with the stars. That's we've heard, how many times have we heard this story?
0: We heard it about Erica Jane when she was on it right after Tom and over and over.
1: Everybody. That's the ongoing story. But the w- thing that was the most interesting, like I said, was the social media influencer. Cause she didn't look like she was gonna be working with him. I don't think that's who ta- who uh, Maurizio would hire.
0: Yeah. To like on his
1: social media.
0: I think he has a big team and, you know, it's like the agency social media and it's a real, Mauricio has a real business. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna, this just looked like, you know, some college kid. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. Like, you know. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Interesting. So,
1: uh, continuing down our Real Housewives rabbit hole as we always like to, two big stories left. The NY reboot. The only one who came out of it unscathed Jenna Lyons.
0: This one, like, I'm more interested in this story than, I mean, if you think about it, like, I mean, that was shocking. I mean, to me, that was shocking. When they decided they were just going to reboot a whole franchise. This one is actually the most shocking to me. Like I'm more, and I just think like the bigger implications of like, what does this mean? I mean, there's a lot of other franchises that I think could use a whole complete reboot So I just think this opens the doors for so much. I mean, no one felt safe in their job before. They certainly don't now. This one's This one I find very interesting.
1: And I found it very interesting when Jenna Lyons decided to do it. I found it fascinating how the network handled her. I find it fascinating that Andy did the talk shows with her and the Today Show with her, talking about how hard it was to land her, and that she's now... Saying, am I or aunt or aren't I like gonna come back? I mean, she's she, and you you know, there's a product line on its way. There has to be.
0: She's doing a lot of press for someone who's not sure if she's happy with being there and all this other stuff. I mean, she's she's out there talking. The season's well, she, over, you know. She
1: she stood in front of that remember that painting? Quit and then she got more play out of wearing jeans to the reunion and suddenly she was the housewife we were all talking about and jenna's very smart this is a smart smart woman so what i want to find out and maybe you can find this out for me kind of like a gift is how much is she getting paid
0: I mean, I would venture to. I mean, it was hard to land her. I don't know. Like, do you? You know, look. The rumored starting salary is sixty k. And I've heard you're Jenna your Jenna Lyons is head. not
1: doing. No, I'm saying yes. That's what I've heard too. But Jenna Lyons ain't going on the show for sixty thousand.
0: No, and then there's other people that will negotiate up to a hundred. But then you do have people like a Denise Richards who the rumor is she got like a ton of money to come on the show to begin with. So yeah. I mean, look, there's an you know how TV works. It's not like the sky was the limit. I mean, I can't see them giving her I don't know. I well, don't know.
1: This was a big deal for Andy. As was another big deal was what we called the reality reckoning, which was the 6-month research interviews, Bethany, lawsuits or lawyer letters or surrounding a Vanity Fair piece that they called Reality Reckoning that they thought was going to take down Andy and Bravo. And I found the article to be a whole lot of
0: nothing. I I was
1: very disappointed.
0: Where is this? I mean, I had Mark Garagos on my show. Like, where is this? Where are these lawyers? Where is the reckoning? I mean, I know they just had that Hulu documentary, which... Honestly, you didn't, it was nothing more than we've already heard. It was nothing more than the Vanity Fair article just regurgitated. Where is this? Like, where, <laughs> have you heard about any reckoning lately?
1: No. And I think one of the biggest problems was they couldn't get anybody who's a current cast member to go on the record. And that's a big problem.
0: For yeah. For reality
1: reckoning. You know, and Bethany stuck her neck out on that one the one thing that they did talk about in that article that i actually feel very strongly about that i think is super important is after a certain amount of time on a reality show you should be represented by sag aftra which is our union um it it comes down to you know retirement and 401k it's about insurance it's about um certain protections on how many hours you can work, what is considered overtime, what's considered a dangerous work environment. So I think that's probably, for me personally, the thing I think should come out of it. But I was so disappointed. I was like, couldn't wait for the article. And I was like, meh. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there is this rumor out there also that they contacted Bethany for that article like they did, you know, Jill and all these other New York housewives. A lot of them were in it and that this is just another rumor that Bethany heard this because, you know, it was so many months in advance and was like, oh, I'm going to do the reckoning, not Vanity Fair, and that she then launched her reckoning only because she got a call to be a part of this article like everybody else. And she just said, oh, I'm going to lead this movement and be the face of it. I don't know if that's true. But let me ask you, Melissa, if you're sitting home and you're Bethany Frankel and your phone rings and this is presented to you and you say you want to be, a, you don't think that it's possible that Bethany said, oh, my God, this is my movement. Screw Vanity Fair.
1: Um. Remember, I had dinner with Bethany right before the article came out. Yes. And she said that they reached out to her. And I, I I can't say which is which, but Bethany was very passionate about what she was saying. And that was in person. This wasn't like there was not a camera around. She really feels like there's so much that isn't seen and so much that goes on behind the scenes and so much manipulation of people I found her very genuine in saying this has to stop I think if vanity fair hadn't reached out to her she would not have become the face of it and I'm not sure how much of it was pre-planned by her in woo I get to become the face of it other than I felt she was very genuine in what she was saying. And she really felt like not that she wasn't taken advantage of, but the ones that don't have as much power as her were taken advantage of.
0: Well, that's good to hear that in person at that dinner, she was genuine because I think that is a lot of people's problems. Like, I think nobody has a problem with what she's saying. They all agree about SAG-AFTRA and everything she's saying in general. I think people question, like, are you doing this because... It's, you know, it's another feather in your cap and it's all about Bethany. So to hear that you were at that dinner, which you were, that she seemed genuine in person about the mistreatment of all these people, that is, I think, that's great to hear because I think that's people's problem, that they don't believe this is truly genuine. They think Bethany just wants a moment to be Bethany and we all should bow.
1: What I found fascinating in reading it is I felt like, Just being within the industry, I'm like, this is nothing. There's so much worse we all know about, which is ridiculous. But also that nobody who's currently on one of their shows spoke out. Is it because there's a whole lot of nothing or is it because they're scared? I think they're scared.
0: I think they're scared. I think they're scared. And I think they will remain scared... Just look at, there is a difference between a reality TV star and a actor or an actress. It's just, I mean, many of them, most of them are scared too. But there's there's not like 99%. I think everyone in reality TV is just like, let me hold on for dear life as long as I can. Yeah, I think they're scared. I don't see that changing anytime soon.
1: So pivoting. Yes. To below deck.
0: Your favorite.
1: My favorite a definite sex scandal this year and now a drug scandal. I mean, it does not get any better than this. So on Below Deck uh, Down Under, there was a, a student named Margot, a bosun named Luke, and a, this story went everywhere. Margot was basically way too drunk to give consent And Luke went into her cabin and got into bed with her naked. And they broke the fourth wall. The producers stepped in, made him leave. He got aggressive about it and ended up getting fired from the show. So that was a big story because that was one of the things they talked about that people don't know how much sexual harassment goes on in these shows. It all folds into the reality reckoning. But this was huge.
0: This was,
1: you know, sex, drugs and rock and roll.
0: We saw the scene and yeah, I mean, and then Laura got fired too, who was sticking up for him for things that she said. Yeah, I mean, it's it's and then all these other below deck sexual scandals, you know, the stuff they were trying to say about Gary. And I mean, I assume Gary is. not ever coming back to the franchise, I would assume I mean, we don't know these are just allegations, but
1: well, and the allegations against Gary were from one of the one of the production company staff, yeah, not even another boat person,
0: so that's pretty serious,
1: yeah, but the the I want to go back to the the Luke and Margot, yeah thing. it was a really interesting decision by the production company and the network to show it. Yeah. Very interesting to break that fourth wall. First of all, dealing with the issue because then we found out that Asia, the chief stew had gone through date rape before. And that's why she was being so protective of Margot and didn't like how Luke was behaving and didn't leave her alone. Um, but I think it was very interesting that they chose to show it and show the production company change uh, stepping in and twice. They had to step in when he locked them all when Luke locked them all out of his room, their room. Um, some people felt like they were showing it to prove that they did the right thing. The production company. I, maybe, maybe I have the holiday spirit. Do we think that maybe they were showing it so that the public could see how to handle something like that? A little bit of see something, say something.
0: I think you have holiday spirit.
1: Really? That's so disappointing.
0: Now, Melissa, you, I mean, at least, here I am, I split my time between New York and LA, but I am a hardcore New Yorker, okay? You, you know, you, I grew up, In New York and L.A. No,
1: I grew up. Yeah, I grew up in L.A. I've been here since I was three. That's
0: what I mean. You're more of an L.A. girl than I am. So, you know, executive producer, fashion police, you know how this business works. So I think you're in. I think this crown on your head, this headband today has got you in the holiday spirit. I look, maybe I'm just a cynical New Yorker, but you know how this business works, girl. I don't think they were like, let's do a PSA teaching moment from bravo that's just me i think it's a great byproduct let's kill two birds with one stone but i think they were like oh that bethany frankel and this one And yes this was filmed before all of that but still i think they broke the fourth wall to say just when all the lawsuits start or potential lawsuits to shut all of them down let's show that we did the right thing in this situation it's my so
1: you know and i have one very cynical friend who said uh, what you just said that they made sure they showed it to avoid lawsuits later.
0: My mind always goes to a lawsuit. I, I, I can't help it.
1: You know, those, those top executives at Bravo this year thought they were, thought it was safe to go back in the water. And then just when they can say, let's go to the holiday company, company holiday party, a drug scandal breaks out. So, This couple, their last name is uh, Martinez. He's supposedly a doctor. I guess he is a urologist. They have managed to be on three episodes of Below Deck, two on Below Deck Med, which is Captain Sandy, and one is Sailing Yacht. They just were busted. Tell the story.
0: So, and I mean, at first I had to read it so many times because at first, so like they're using past members' names, which yeah. I am so confused. This story really intrigues me more like, so they're using cast members' names to write fake prescriptions. And so I guess the wife, because the husband's a urologist, went to pick up one of these fake prescriptions and somebody realized she wasn't the person or the signature didn't match. But, like, I thought they were using other charter guest names because they have been on three times, which I don't even know how you get on below deck well, three times by and just way, fade into the way, by the, the way, yeah. they
1: were never primaries. They were always somebody else's guest.
0: That makes it even almost as strange. Like you just have three random friends that ended up on below deck. I mean, are these below deck stalkers?
1: Yeah. Well, no, one of the, one of the friends went on the show. What the primary went on the show twice and brought their friends both times. And then the one on sailing yacht was a, uh, bro trip, which was one of the most awful episodes to watch on, below deck sailing yacht where you're just like oh my god these guys are awful
0: they were just a nightmare
1: and beyond a nightmare so i i want how long do you think this was going on for have has has the new york post told us yet
0: no but i want to know like what names are you using like are you writing prescription for captain sandy yawn prescriptions for lee lee robosh like i mean i don't captain understand captain right like Aisha Scott doesn't even live in here in the States. Like, I don't get it. Like, I just think it's so crazy and funny in a way. Like, these are the names you choose if you want to run a fake prescription. And I think it was for like Oxy. I think it was all for Oxy. So they just, and then I guess what? They're getting the drugs and now they're selling them. I guess that's what, that's what how this is working, I guess.
1: I feel like this was. The Bravo Universe's way of giving me a Hanukkah slash holiday gift.
0: You love a good Below Deck scandal. Oh,
1: and the fact, I I do, I feel like I must have done something really good this year because the universe has lined up and ended my year with a major Below Deck story.
0: And this one is maybe just starting. Like, I mean, maybe this will just fade into oblivion. But I mean, there's a lot of questions I still have on this one. Again, I'd like to know the names of the people they've used. Are they saying Kate Chastain, Oxycontin for five? I mean, I don't know.
1: (laughs) I just know that this story has brought me joy. Just like you have this entire year.
0: Well, listen, we have a lot to cover next year, too. So, you know.
1: What are your predictions?
0: That's a really good question. My predictions are, well, you know, I could use, I mean, Andy has said recently, I think we're good on on franchises, but Housewives, it's just used to be so good. And it's a little boring these days to me. I think we need a new franchise. I do. I want a new franchise, Melissa.
1: You and I were talking about this. Where do you think the new franchise should be? I said Las Vegas. And then I though I think you came up with the winner,
0: Nashville, right
1: and it could spin off with mo- oh my God, it could spin off with Morgan and Kyle. Oh, <gasps> we may have just solved this whole mystery
0: does okay, does Morgan she does she definitely does she has well, I mean she's country music, so maybe she has does she live in Nashville part- time? I too? have no
1: idea, but it would make complete and total sense for her to be there.
0: She'll start living in Nashville. I mean that takes two seconds. We Do have Kristen we Cavalier. You know how I feel about Kristen Cavalieri.
1: You've you've been saying she should be the next big housewife, and she lives in Nashville.
0: She's and she really lives in Nashville. Like that's not part time. She doesn't really come to LA anymore. She's a Nashville girl. I mean, Kristen is she has this I mean her podcast, she's giving out relationship advice. She wants to date someone. She looks the part. Kristen Cavill. can you imagine Kristen Morgan? We just cast it with two people.
1: Yeah, and 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 Kyle dropping in to visit, then we can have big crossover episodes.
0: Well, we can start the way like Vanderpump Rules started, where they spun off of like Beverly Hills Housewives, and it was what we could have Beverly Hills on. And we could have Kyle just like get on a plane and land in Nashville and see Morgan. And the next thing you know, we're not even watching Beverly Hills; we're in Nashville, and the new show is launched.
1: Do you know I hadn't even thought about that until just now? We may have we may have solved a lot of mysteries. Is that, starting is, with
0: is that the whole reason Morgan and Kyle have been hanging out? Because Andy secretly has a plan to launch a Nashville franchise.
1: I think Andy is that smart.
0: I mean, really. Listen, we 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 haven't had anything down there. And it's like a different, you know, the South. And I you think know, we have Southern charm, but we haven't had like a real Southern Housewives. It could be really because it will be like all these proper southern ladies and yet they'll be not proper at all.
1: I think it would be fascinating. Me um, too. David, I yes. love you. Here's to 2024.
0: We had a good year. We're going to have a great year next year. And, you know, we're not going anywhere.
1: Well, and I can't wait till January because you know all hell is going to break loose in Aspen.
0: All hell. We're going to have to keep our eyes on Aspen in January. Oh, and
1: Salt Lake. I mean, come on. We got some skiing, girls trip. We are going to have a lot to recap in January.
0: I will be all over Aspen. Kathy Hilton, Ramona hangs in Aspen. It's going to be like, there's going to be so much going on in January off air for Housewives in Aspen that we're going to have to have our eyes peeled to that. I Until then, Melissa, love you. Love you. Media Production.